the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Uh, Witnessing to people, sharing uh, Jesus Christ with people, with family members and friends and co-workers. You know, you you invite family members, unsaved family members to church on Easter. And they come to church on Easter and they don't come back the next Sunday with you. But that seed was planted. They heard the gospel. And, and they may resist Jesus Christ now, but some of them, some of them will turn to him during the tribulation period. When Jesus ascended back into heaven, he left us with a great commission. That was to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in his name. Sometimes we can get discouraged when we share the gospel and there is no immediate return. However, we planted a seed and we must have faith that God can make it grow. In today's message, Pastor Dan will be encouraging us that while we may not see the fruit, God is always working. The fruit could come to fruition years later. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Revelation chapter 6 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Today we're going to look at the the fifth and sixth seal. Verse 9, And when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer, until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren, who would be killed as they were, was completed. And I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, And the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth, as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, And every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? 
Well, the last time we were in Revelation, uh, we looked at the first four seals, Jesus opening the first four seals. Uh, And if you remember, the first four judgments were delivered by four horsemen. Uh, They're called the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And the fifth seal now that we come to, it's very different from the, the preceding seals. This fifth seal and the sixth seal, there are no living creatures dispatching horsemen to the earth. There's no horses galloping out of heaven down to the earth to bring judgment to the earth. With the fifth seal, the scene shifts from earth back up to heaven. And when the fifth seal is opened, John sees the souls of believers who were martyred during the Great Tribulation, during the Tribulation period. And so these are what are sometimes called Tribulation Saints, those who come to faith in Jesus Christ during the Tribulation, and they are killed for their faith in Jesus Christ. Now, there, there have always been uh, martyrs throughout church history, uh, beginning with John the Baptist in the Gospels, and Stephen in the book of Acts, and James the Apostle also in the book of Acts. Uh, and so from the very beginning of the church, believers have been put to death for their, their faith in Jesus Christ, and, and Christians have always experienced persecution. There's always been martyrs throughout church history where people have been put to death simply for identifying with Jesus Christ. Even still today, Christians are martyred for their faith in Jesus Christ. In fact, according to the Center for the Study of Global Christianity, in 2017, 90,000 Christians were killed for their faith in Jesus Christ. So 90,000 just in one year for their faith in Jesus Christ. They estimate that in the world, listen to this, in the world, a Christian is killed about every six minutes. Just think about that for a second. Every six minutes. So while we're here today for about an hour and a half, worshiping, studying the Bible, praying for one another, 15 Christians will be killed somewhere in the world. And their, their crime is that they identify with Jesus. They're, they're guilty of of what you and I are guilty of. Uh, just, just for identifying with Jesus Christ, it'll cost them their life. During the tribulation, persecution of Christians will be exceptionally severe. I've, I've mentioned in a previous study that I, I believe at this point, uh, before the tribulation begins, that the church is removed from the earth and taken to heaven before the tribulation begins Uh, But even with the church gone from the earth, many people on the earth will turn to Jesus Christ and will trust in the Lord for salvation. And many of them will will be martyred for their faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, In fact, turn with me over to chapter 7. Just turn the page probably in your Bible. If you look at verse 9... It says, After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. Now look down in verse 13. And then one of the elders answered, saying to me, 
Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? Verse 14, And I said to him, Sir, you know. That's a way of saying, I don't know. You know. Why don't you tell me, and I'll tell you if you're right. You know. Uh, so he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So these are the tribulation saints, those who come to faith in Jesus Christ in the tribulation or during the tribulation. And we saw in verse 9 that it's a great multitude that no one can number. So many, many people will come to faith in Jesus Christ Uh, during the tribulation period. Now, if you remember when we went through the first four seals and the first four uh, judgments, those four judgments, they will throw the world into chaos. Uh, Those first four judgments will result in war and violence and scarcity of food and famine and pestilence and disease. Uh, In verse 8, remember, it said that a quarter of the world's population will be killed in the tribulation period, just in the early years, the beginning part of the tribulation period, a quarter of the world's population will be killed. And so no doubt with all of that turmoil on the earth during the tribulation period, many people will turn to Jesus Christ. Many people uh, will be compelled to turn to Jesus Christ. Those who who know about him, who know the gospel. Many people will look to the Bible at that time for comfort and answers to the world's troubles. Uh, Many who were indifferent about God and indifferent about the Bible before, they will read it with uh, with new eyes and receive it with with a new heart once all of these things come crashing down upon the earth. Some have asked, if the church is gone from the earth before the tribulation begins, how in the world will people hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and come to faith in Jesus Christ during the tribulation period? Well, some people will hear the gospel before the tribulation period and not believe. And then they'll go into the tribulation period and then they'll believe. So some people right now are, are hearing the gospel, but they're, they're resisting it. They're not putting their faith in Jesus Christ. Maybe they're hearing it through uh, a Christian radio or a Christian television, or maybe they're hearing it from you. You know, as, as you're faithfully uh, witnessing to people, sharing uh, Jesus Christ with people, with family members and friends and co-workers... You know, you, you invite a, you know, family members, unsaved family members to church on Easter and they come to church on Easter and they don't come back the next Sunday with you. But that seed was planted. They heard the gospel and, and they may resist Jesus Christ now, but some of them, some of them will turn to him during the tribulation period. Once things, you know, go off the rails, then they're going to be, you know, looking to the Lord for help. You know, they're, you know, they're going to be wondering, you know, where's, where's your Bible, right? Make sure you've got a Bible in your, if you live with a non-believer, make sure you've got a Bible that is like out and it's clear and it's on, sitting on a coffee table or something. It'll be easy for them to find kind of thing. Not only that, there will still be the Bible during the tribulation period. 
You know, the, the church will be removed, but the Bibles aren't going to be removed. There's millions of Bibles in almost every language in the world. And all of those Bibles will remain during the tribulation period. Uh, also, we see in chapter 7 of Revelation that God will seal 144,000 Israelites to serve him during the tribulation period. So there'll be 144,000 Israelites uh, proclaiming the gospel message in the world. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth Radio Ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. And then in chapter 11 of Revelation, we see God will place two witnesses in the city of Jerusalem who will testify for God in the city of Jerusalem. And the Bible says the whole world will see them which is remarkable to consider that John wrote this 2,000 years ago when it was impossible for the whole world to see two people in one city. But it's not impossible today. I mean, certainly we, we can imagine, you know, through live television or through the Internet, the whole world seeing two witnesses in the streets of Jerusalem. You know, maybe the two witnesses will have like their own YouTube channel or something like that and are just broadcasting, live streaming all the time kind of thing. I don't know. Turn over to Revelation chapter uh, 14. Look at verse 6. It says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. And so while, while the world is burning down in the tribulation, God will send an angel, and this angel will be in heaven, in the sky, declaring the gospel to the whole earth. It says to every nation, to every tribe, every tongue, every people. So during the tribulation period, Everyone on the earth will hear the gospel. Even without the church here, everyone's going to hear the gospel. He's going to have an angel up in the sky, you know, as everything is collapsing in this world. God will have his angel there declaring the gospel, declaring hope to the world. Look, it even says in verse 7, he will say with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment has come and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. So everybody's going to hear the gospel. Everybody will hear the gospel during the tribulation. And now back in chapter 6 and verses 9 to 11, uh, we have those tribulation saints who will be killed for their faith during the tribulation. And, And here we see them in heaven. So they've been killed 
They're, they're in heaven. Uh, they're awaiting their resurrection. And notice in verse 9 where they are in heaven. Verse 9, it says they're under the altar in heaven. Now, in the Old Testament, Exodus chapter 25, when God gave Moses the blueprints to the tabernacle, God was very specific and clear to say to Moses to be careful to make the tabernacle according to the pattern which God showed him. The earthly tabernacle that Moses built was a copy patterned after the tabernacle in heaven. It's a copy. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 5 says the tabernacle was a copy, a shadow of the real one in heaven. And so the tabernacle had an altar because there was an altar in heaven. And these tribulation saints are described as under the altar. Now, why does it say they're under the altar? Why does it tell us that? Well, again, in the Old Testament, the blood of the sacrifices, the blood of the sacrifices was poured out under the altar or at the base of the altar. If you're taking notes, Leviticus chapter 4, verse 7 And the priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of sweet incense before the Lord, which is in the tabernacle of meeting. And he shall pour the remaining blood of the bull at the base of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. And so the the blood of the sacrifices was poured out at the base of the altar or under the altar. That's where the blood of the sacrifices goes. These tribulation saints, they have given their lives for Jesus Christ. They have offered themselves as a living sacrifice, literally, for the sake of Jesus Christ. They've poured out their lives as an offering to God. And that's why they're at the, under the altar, because that's where the blood of the sacrifices belongs. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, it says of these tribulation saints... They did not love their lives to the point of death. And so they they gave their lives for the sake of of Christ. And look look at verse 9 again. It tells us that these tribulation saints, they will be slain, it says. That word slain there, it literally means slaughtered or butchered. It means to be put to death by violence. That's how they're going to be killed. They're going to be slaughtered during the tribulation. Same words used for animal sacrifices in the temple. Uh, same word is used of Jesus Christ back in chapter 5, verse 9, uh, where it says there, uh, and they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. Jesus was slain. He was slaughtered as a sacrifice to redeem us to God by his blood. And during the tribulation, Christians will be sacrificed. They'll be slaughtered. They'll be butchered. And verse 9 tells us why they will be slain. Number one, for the word of God. And number two, for the testimony which they held. They'll be killed for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Now back in chapter 1, verse 9, John tells us there that he was exiled to the island of Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ, for the very same reason. So during the tribulation period, 
Christians will be killed for the word of God. If you have a Bible, just hold it up. During the tribulation, Christians will be killed for the word of God. For the word of God. For, for having it, possessing it. For, for believing it. For preaching it. For proclaiming it. And they will be killed for the word of God and for the testimony which they held or which they held on to. And the idea here is they held on to it in spite of all of the persecution that will come against them. What will be this testimony? What will be this testimony that the world will hate, that will get them killed ultimately? Well, it doesn't tell us exactly what the testimony is, so I can't say for sure. But when you consider the character of the tribulation period, you consider what is happening in the world at that time, and the death and the violence and the plagues and the chaos and the war and all that's taking place on the earth, their testimony that gets them killed could very well be that they declare that this, all this that is happening is the wrath of God Almighty and that the world needs to repent and turn to God for forgiveness. In other words, they will be put to death for declaring the truth. They believe the word of God and the word of God says that it's the wrath of God And they're going to say, this is the wrath of God, and people need to repent and turn to God for forgiveness. And their testimony will infuriate the world. To tell the world that this is God's judgment against their sin, that infuriates the world now. Remember, once the tribulation begins, there's no no restrainer in the world anymore. There's nothing restraining evil in the world The world is under restraint right now, believe it or not. But during the tribulation, that restraint is removed. And this testimony will infuriate people and will be more than the world is willing to tolerate. And they will be slaughtered. Now look at verse 10. Verse 10, they cried with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. These martyrs that are in heaven, they want God to avenge their death. They want God to, uh, to judge those that murdered them, that are still on the earth, they're still alive on the earth. They want justice. They want vengeance. And it says they cried to God with a loud voice, saying, How long? How long, O Lord? And by the way, that word Lord there, it's it's the Greek word despotes. We get the word despot from it. In other words, by calling him Lord here, despot, they're, they're, they're acknowledging that God has all the power, all the authority to do something about it. And they are saying in a loud voice to God, how long until you do something about it? How long until you go back down to the earth and you take charge? How long until you avenge our blood? How long until you give us justice? How long, O despot, before you do something? Remember, this isn't the church age anymore. The church age is ended. The church age is closed. This is not the time of God's mercy. This is the time of God's wrath. This is the day of the Lord. Ask me how I know, and I say it 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Revelation, and he has more to share with you next time. How is your heart doing as you listen to these teachings about the future? If you're in need of prayer for any reason, would you be willing to give us a call and talk with us? Our desire is to hear your heart, pray with you, and ask for God to help you with whatever might be weighing on you. Our number is 410 410- 491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. Just find our info under the About tab. If you're not connected with a local church, we encourage you to find a church family that will help guide and support you in your faith. And if you're in the area, please join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. For more details, visit calvaryec.com. In our next edition, you'll have the opportunity to learn additional things from the culminating final book of the Bible, Revelation. Pastor Dan has much more to share from this book, and we're excited for you to join us as we continue learning and growing, appreciating what God wants us to see from His Word. We hope you'll tune in then and be a part of our listening audience. Continue searching for what God has for you to see here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am well, I know because I know His voice and it only takes General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.